0: You're listening to SBS News. New data reveals most Australian parents do not have a strong support network, meaning they're unable to turn to other parents for support. The data comes from a survey of 508 parents and expecting parents, commissioned by the Gidget Foundation. Amelia Walker is the team leader for clinical intake and content at the Gidget Foundation.
1: Well some of the new data reveals that two-thirds of new Australian parents don't feel that they've got a strong support network of other parents and so we're finding that people are feeling quite disconnected from that parenting village um, and we're also finding that um, with that two in five say that they only that only two in five say they rely on other parents for support. So that's a real disconnect from maybe historically where young families have sort of come together to support each other through quite a vulnerable time. Australian
0: Bureau of Statistics data reveals mental health disorders affect 43% of Australians aged 16 to 85 at some point in their lives. Research published in the BMC Pregnancy and Childbirth Journal reveals perinatal mental health disorders are highly prevalent and disabling, affecting up to 20% of women worldwide. Mental health disorders during this critical period can have long-term potential negative impacts on the mother-infant relationship as well as affecting a child's social and emotional outcomes. Ms Walker says changes in the way extended families function can also impact parenting.
1: The changing shape of the family structure is quite impactful. People are approaching parenting quite differently these days and making very independent choices about what their families look like and possibly finding other families that sort of resemble your own can be a little harder. But we're also finding, I guess, it's, it's a little bit of the COVID lag as well. People often who have their babies um, during COVID are now going into second pregnancies and they've gone through a period of utter isolation with that first experience. So actually going to the second pregnancy can be quite overwhelming. Nilu
0: Kara Naratna is a mother of twins who moved to Australia from Sri Lanka in 2019. Soon after Miss Kara Naratna migrated, she found out she was pregnant with twins. But after the birth of the twins, she began to experience depression. She says she was crying a lot, not sleeping, not wanting to mix with other people, and becoming very anxious. She initially thought her depression would quickly subside, but it didn't.
2: Babies were good, and their health were good, and everything was went well. But after one month, my baby situation also became worse, and their sleeping pattern also changed, and uh, they never had a continuous one-hour sleep at a stretch, and they were continuously crying, and due to these reasons, all became complicated and overwhelmed. And I was shy away from the society and I was shy away from the facing anyone. Uh, so the worst part is, um, I couldn't enjoy my motherhood. Uh, due to these overwhelming uh, situations.
0: Her babies were also crying more often and stress also led to breastfeeding difficulties. As a result, Nilu retreated from the outside world. What made matters more difficult is the cultural tendency, she says, in South Asian cultures to not share personal stories or seek help from others. Her husband saw she was struggling and encouraged her to get psychological support.
2: He recognized my seriousness of my condition and he referred me to a psychologist. Then I had a um, three, uh, three to four sessions, online sessions uh, with my psychologist. And uh, within uh, these sessions, uh, we all mutually agreed to continue my normal day-to-day routine. I went to the normal Pilates classes and just to get my mind relaxation. And I did some easy home workouts as well. And I practiced meditation. I very quickly became a normal person.
0: Ms Walker says COVID has had an ongoing impact, especially for those with extended family overseas. Such
1: a a relevant point, particularly in light of what we were talking about with COVID, because culturally often people from um, different parts of the world would historically have parents coming at the time when the baby's born. And often the parents, are the grandparents, I should say, are taking quite a lot of um, charge in the household and and holding a lot of that comfort and space for a new and expectant mum. And we obviously found that those opportunities weren't there for our migrant families to reconnect and to be close to their extended family.
0: Ms Kara Naratna has this message for migrant parents in Australia.
2: I never wanted to share my postpartum and anxiety thoughts with anyone. I was shy to ask uh, for help from others. So I think uh, open communication is a must. If you are a new mother or an expectant one, uh, you have to communicate. I think uh, initially I also thought that uh, asking help is a weakness. It's not at all. It's not a weakness. It's asking help is a strength. Miss Walker says 56
0: perinatal parenting and mental health organisations have combined forces in an online support tool to help parents find support. Or people can call the Gidget Foundation directly on 1300 851 758. Peggy Giacomelos, SBS News.